This is Rugger Matrix International, the world's leading independent rugby podcast quoted more than anyone else. It's no wonder that our major partner is Strike, Australia's leading provider of Bluetooth car kits, so you can stay safe in your car and avoid hefty fines. So go hands-free with Strike. Enter the code RUGGERMATRIX and you'll get 10% off. Go to strike.com.au to get your discount. Rugger Matrix also brought to you by mybean.com.au. We sell at roasters' prices. Let's get it on. Hello and welcome to episode 195 of Rugger Matrix International. And yes, it is the final part three. It's the Waratahs versus the Crusaders for the third time for the title of Super Rugby. And joining me to preview the final with a few guests a bit later is Mark Cashman. Great to be here, Bronk. Uh, Thursday night we're recording, but uh, well worth the effort, I think. It's going to be a great game on the weekend. Yes, uh, can't wait for it. Uh, the two best teams. I know I said cash cow, that I thought the Brumbies might upset the Waratahs. How they didn't win that game was amazing. I mean, all the possession, and uh, I know possession I've always harped on with coaches before, doesn't mean you're going to win. Because if you defend quite stoutly... Uh, and then react to turnover ball, you'll you'll win the game. And now everyone's sort of caught up with the Crusaders' game plan. When I mean, the Force were doing it, now the Waratahs are doing it, and I think the Waratahs are doing it really well. It's quite interesting. I think uh, I think in last week's show, Bronk uh, Michael Checker was talking about the belief that the players actually have in the systems that they're using, and that came through. And uh, one of the systems they used so well on the weekend was their defence. It was absolutely outstanding. I've I've never seen a New South Wales side. I don't think I've even seen a Wallaby side defend better than that. Yeah, it was it was good defence, but I noticed some criticism from New Zealand about uh, the game in particular. Incidentally, that shot's one of mine from the 2008 Super Rugby Final. That, of course, was won by the Crusaders in Christchurch. They won the previous one in 2005, and that was Rocky Elsom taking on Dan Carter. Dan Carter's role, a bit different these days. He's had a number of sabbaticals. Um, you know, uh, even getting off the the grog a bit as well. Yeah, listen, he's uh, he's not having a beer until um, until <laughs> after the final. He said uh, he said to the media uh, earlier this week, and uh, uh, he said um, he 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 said uh, he got his days all mixed up there for a little while, and he uh, he said he's going to have a beer tomorrow, and it's Thursday night here, and we <laughs> said go ahead, Dan, yeah, go yeah, ahead, Dan, we'd love that. Have a thousand. <laughs> Probably play all right, actually. But listen, uh, talking of Dan Carter, his uh, his game has evolved. Uh, he's obviously uh, and he's not the only one. I mean, Richie McCaw as well. Yeah, yeah. And these and sabbaticals were. This is what New Zealand rugby do really well. I mean, the Kiwis have got great depth, and it allows them to do it. But they allow their superstars time to enjoy their lives as well as, and that just keeps them fresh. Yeah, and and Dan spoke today about. Uh, about uh, going to Augusta, about uh, just being blown away by the uh, uh, the event, you know the the protocols, just just the just oh, the feeling right. in and around there. Let's not have you talk about it. Why don't we hear from the man himself, Dan Carter, yes. and the cash cow was front and centre. Yeah, very excited. You know, that's why we play the game is to play in these you know high pressure uh, situations, you know, these games that where you know everything's right in on it. So. Um, to give yourself another opportunity to, to play in a game like this, you know, really brings the you know the excitement you know, out of the players and you know myself especially. How do you feel your form as a player? Yeah, no, I've been happy with 
the you know the way I've been playing, just getting back and getting some game time's been been great. You know, normally you know start of the season, uh, you know normally pretty slow, but you know I had to really get up to speed. You know, quickly I couldn't just ease my way into it um, because of the stage of the season that, that I returned. So you know I've been happy, uh, you know, with my form and and just the way that I've been, I guess, you know introduced back in, into the side and you know the, the Crusaders you know, team have, have been awesome and sort of welcoming me back and getting me up to speed to, to make my job a lot easier. Todd just said that a lot of people focus on your attacking attributes but he actually thinks that your defence is the thing that sets you apart. Do you share that? Do you feel that the defence is your, is your thing? Well it's always been a big part of the game that I've really enjoyed. I've always been probably the smallest player out in the field. Um, so there's only one way to learn, and, and that's just to, to go low and, and tackle. So you know that's something you know that I work hard on, and, and I guess being you know moved to you know second five, it becomes even more important. You know you need the midfielders really sort of lean the way defensively, and you know so I take that you know, responsibility pretty seriously. How surprised were you to see Kurtley Beale at twelve at the start of the season, and what attributes does he bring to that position as opposed to ten and fifteen? Oh, I think it's I guess it's. With the quality players, you know the Waratahs have, you know they had to fit them in somewhere with the, you know Foley and Falau, you know in the squad as well. You know a couple of quality players right there. So um, no, I think he's played really well at twelve. He's uh, really uh, helped direct the play. Obviously having uh, two first receivers at times, you know the the open style of play that they have. You know they really try to get quick balls, so you can't always get. You know your first five into first receiver to have someone like Kirtley there, being able to direct the guys around, take the ball to the line, has you know added a, you know, another dimension to the side. Will you be directing a lot of your attack through that twelve channel? Um, oh, can't tell you too much. Uh, you know exactly where we're going to be attacking, to be honest. But um, you know we'll be mixing it up. To, you know to be honest, we we like using you know the the width of the field. So um, you know we've had a good look at the Waratahs and you know realise uh, you know some areas that that we all want to attack when we get the ball in hand. Todd, Todd said Christchurch at this time of the year can be a, an unpleasant place with the with with the uh, the cold and the rain. Uh, what what keeps bringing you back there uh, after your various sabbaticals? I love it. It's, it's where my, my home is, where my family and friends are. It's uh, you know I'm a Cantabrian through and through, and uh, you know that will never change. In, in this country, there's kind of a growing debate about the, the merit of sabbatical supplies. It hasn't really happened in this country. Well, what have been the main merits of it? Uh, what have been the big advantages of it as far as you're concerned? I think for me personally, you know, 12 years is my 12th year of professional rugby and, you know, it catches up on you and takes its toll on your body and, um, you know, I've had a lot of injuries the last couple of years, so just a chance to step back and actually have a proper pre-season uh, where I had four months where I could actually, you know, train, you know, really hard and get on top of a lot of the niggles and, and just freshen me up um, physically and, and also mentally as well, um, you know, it's been a huge advantage. And yeah, only time will tell whether you know it's it's been a success. But at this early stage, you know, I've, I've really sort of benefited benefited from uh, you know having a break, and you know the body feels good, and you know motivation is extremely high. And you had a well, hopefully, you know that's the plan. You know, when you get a chance to, to take a extended break like that, um, you know, hopefully it'll you know give the body a, a couple more years. I know uh, mentally, you know, my motivation is, is a lot higher than it. You know, it normally is sort of midway through the season, so you know that's a real positive. Um, so, you know, that, that's a big part of the reason f for taking it at the end of last year was to try and you know, get a, a few more years at you know at the other end of the career. Dan, the Waratahs had a very tough match against the Brumbies, where you had a, an easier match against the Sharks. 
who's that? Does that give you an advantage that you're not as physically <coughs> exhausted after last week? Oh no, the boys are still, um, you know, even you know we got a you know convincing result. You know, even the weeks sort of lean into that. You know, we had a, a week off, but the I guess three games before that against New Zealand teams were extremely tough and. You know the boys were, were pretty rugged after uh, you know after those games. So um, I, I don't think you know last week's sort of results or matches or intensities that will you know um, you don't think you read too much into that for this week. It's it's a one-off game and you know both teams are going to be you know up for it and um, yeah, the fact that winner takes all it's pretty exciting. Richie, Richie McCaw, uh is 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 he uh, is he a better player now or is he just better in a different way? He's an, an inspiration, and he always has been. You know, just having a bit of time off, you know, to play in you know those test matches in June, and, and have the injury that he did, you know, to his ribs, and not be able to play for a month, and then just to to step up and, and play like he did last week was a real inspiration, and it's it's great having, uh, you know, Richie, you know, back in the starting side, obviously playing at six, but you know, not a lot changes for him. He, he's still a very influential player, and you know, he gets around the field and. Uh, you know, makes the impact that you know that we we love uh, seeing him, him do. Sorry, how important is it to you, as far as your career is concerned, to, to win things? Obviously, sadly, you missed the World Cup triumph, and it's been now what, since 2008 since you won at Super Rugby. Uh, how, how important are the titles to you? Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, that's why we play the game is to, to win titles, and you know, I've been lucky enough to you know, be a part of some some great sides um, that have you know picked up a. A few cups and trophies and championships, you know, throughout my career. But you know, for this team in particular, it's it's been a few years. Yeah, 2008 since the last time. So, you know, this team's really hungry and excited. And um, you know, the fact that we're in the final, you know, we've given ourselves a chance. But we realise, you know, that the hard work uh, you know, is still ahead of us. And realise we're in for a huge challenge up against, you know, the form side of the the competition, playing on their their home ground, which. You know, it's going to be a huge challenge for us to, to get up this weekend, but I know the, the guys are pretty excited about that. We asked Todd uh, a bit earlier about, uh, there was there's a bit, a bit being written across the Tasman about uh, the, the soft underbelly, the Waratahs, one to five. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Oh, I don't think they'd you know, make it this far if they, they had a soft underbelly, you know, to be honest. So, you know, they're, uh, they're extremely, you know, they're a quality side and I've shown that, you know, right throughout the years. So, you know, I guess the difference this year is that you know they've always had the quality backs that can score tries from anywhere, and they've got exactly that this year. But you know their full back has, has really stepped up, and you know they've been able to just I guess create such quality ball for the the back line, and you know to show their way. So you know that's you know been a real positive for them, and no, we're ex expecting an extremely tough match on Saturday. What do you think drivers like skill and hockey are added to the team that wasn't there in the past? Uh, just a bit of a bit of size, a bit of physicality, a bit of uh, dominance. You know, they're, they're big boys um, that run you know really hard and, and get you know get the, their team going forward. And you know, games are so much easier. You know, when you're you're full pack and, and big boys are going forward. You know, especially uh, you know as a, I guess a ten and twelve. You know, if you're getting front football, it just makes your job so much easier. So. I'm sure that the backs, you know, well, they have, you know, benefited from, you know, the likes of, of those players, you know, getting them good go forward ball. Yeah, we're going well tomorrow. Oh, Saturday, I might be able to have a couple, a couple this weekend. So, no, no, not tomorrow. Might be a bit early, but um, yeah, we're going well. And uh, you know, a good chance to, you know, sign off a, you know, good campaign with the boys. But um, 
mate, it's it's just one of those things. Ben, that, um, that, that world tour you did of Oscars and Masters and everything else, what was the, the, the kind of the best memory out of all that? Oh, I'm not, that seems like ages ago now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, no, I was lucky enough to do a bit of travelling. I think you know Augusta, the Golf Masters, was pretty special. If you get an opportunity to go there, it's a, an amazing event. You know, so much tradition and I guess the etiquette that goes in behind it was was pretty special. So it was a bit of a highlight. You always oh. look so cool and calm on the pitch. Do you get nervous before big games? And is there anything you do to kind of? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, I get uh, extremely nervous, and I quite enjoy it when I have those nerves. It means I'm ready and you know excited for a, for a big game. So, you know, I guess I can tend to hide them by, you know, I guess, my relaxed uh, nature. But, you know, sure enough that, uh, you know, when I'm ne nervous, you know, I'm ready to go and, you know, excited. And that's exactly how I'm feeling. But part of your return from your sabbatical was to play club rugby in Christchurch. <coughs> uh, how did you enjoy that experience? I believe you even ran the barbecue for a little while. Did you charge extra for yours? <laughs> no, don't be silly. Um, absolutely loved it, you know, to go out there and... Uh, you know, play a bit of club rugby is just something we don't really, you know, get a much of a chance to do these days. So, you know, that club uh, means a lot. It's where my family live. It's where I grew up. You know, it's where I started playing footy. So, I guess to return the favour, I'd go out there and play a couple of games was also just brings you back down to earth and realise, you know, why these guys play the game and it's all about the enjoyment. You know, they're not getting paid. You know, they're out there on a Tuesday, Thursday night in the mud and rain and, and you can just see the smiles on their face. They absolutely love what they do and it just brings you know, rugby back to reality of, you know, the beautiful sport that it is. And um, that's exactly why I play the game as well, is just for the enjoyment. On, on that particular front, how important is this for the people of Christchurch, uh, considering what they've been through since 2011? Yeah, you know, just returning playing you know for the Crusaders again in the you know the last month you know returning to Christchurch and just seeing that you know things are still pretty tough there and you know there's a, a real vibe of you know the city growing and things like that but you do see the impact that the, the Crusaders have around the community and you know when we're going well there's a few more smiles on the, the people's faces and I guess if we were to you know get up and, and get the win it would mean a lot to the people back uh, in the Crusaders region. Dan, you've had such a glittery career. Do you feel within yourself you can deliver at another level again to games like this and then going forward next year? I'd like to think so. You know, these are the games that you know, I love playing and this is when your guys, experienced guys like myself, you know, really need to step up and, and play well. So um, I'll be doing everything I can to, to make sure, you know, I play well, you know, for the team, you know, within the team structures and, and everything. So um, the excitement there, the motivation, and just a matter of, you know, backing backing yourself and going out there and doing it. Well, there he is, Mark Cashman and Dan Carter. And uh, what a nice fella Dan Carter is. And, uh, you know, uh, really loves um, Christchurch and uh, the region of Canterbury in New Zealand. Uh, he represents, they all do actually, they're very proud of um, their part of the South Island. And so they should be. It's a wonderful place. Actually brought my wife uh, when I got home tonight, uh, said uh, she was wondering what underpants Dan had on tonight, <laughs> so uh, I, 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 I said I couldn't tell. Yes. But I think he did have underpants yeah. on. Uh, very good, very yeah. good, yeah. Uh, it was good to see too our old mate uh, who tweeted a quick shot of us, uh, Nemani Nandolo, who of course is playing on the wing for the Crusaders and carving up quite nicely. And it'll be a big job for the Waratahs wingers to take him on. So big shout out to you, Namani. Good to see you. Big fan of the show. 
We're going to catch up with him when he heads to Japan straight after the Super Rugby final. And, of course, congratulations to Fiji for qualifying for the World Cup. And that's a wonderful boost as well. Yeah, huge win over Cook Islands in that ripper charge game, Bronk. But uh, Namani was uh, king of the table tennis table there today, wasn't he, in, in the team room? So good to see you, mate. Yeah, certainly. Uh, and what a bunch of great guys. So today um, will be Casho and I sort of representing the Tars and we will be uh, taking... Uh, a lot of, um, I guess, uh, the insight from the Crusaders themselves because it was a great, a great uh, and rare opportunity to see all those guys in one place and hear from them. So, Casho, we just heard from Dan Carter. Uh, let's hear from one of the, I think, I absolutely think who's the nicest guy in world rugby is uh, Todd Blackadder, the, the Crusaders coach. And, uh, you know, Casho was in there front and centre, as I said again, and he had a lot to say about uh, Christchurch. He, once again, is proud of, of the, the region that he represents in New Zealand. Uh, they, uh, I think, have to be slight favourites with the history on their side. But they've got a point to prove. You know, they lost in 2011 to the Reds. That still hurts. They moved themselves out to the Homebush area for the couple of days that they're there just to get out and about, walk around the street so they don't get cooped up in their hotel. And... Uh, he had this to say when he met the press and Mark Cashman in Sydney today. Yeah, I felt the confidence and the belief is there. I felt all the way through this competition we've just been growing and getting better and I think we've managed our group well. I didn't actually realise we'd won so many on the road. You know, we've just been in a row, sorry. We've just been focusing on one moment at a time, so it's nice that we're here. Who is Flavio Todd? Oh, I think both teams deserve the right. I think if you look at the Waratahs, for example, they've earned their right to be number one and you know, they've got a home game um, because of it. So you'd definitely have to say that, you know, they've, they've, they've earned the right to be called one, but, you know, we're here and this is what the final's all about. Two teams, first and second, are going to dog it out. What do you think of their greatest qualities as a side there, Todd? Oh, they've obviously got immense belief. I think <coughs> the attack is second to none. I think all the stats show that. Um, and, you know, they score tries. They've scored more tries than anyone else in this competition. So I think their attacking ability is fantastic. and. You know, to score so many tries, you know, the opposition are going to be have been put under a lot of pressure, and and then at times when they've other teams have fought back a bit, like last week, their defence has stood up. So I just think they're a good, complete side, and they've got a lot of confidence. If the Waratahs win it, Todd, where will they win it? If the Crusaders win it, where do you think they'll win it? I think we've all got our strengths. Um, I think both teams have strengths. I think one, our strengths are certainly, um, you know, set piece. I think we're a really good set piece of team. I think we've got a, a complete game as well. I think the Waratahs, you know, they keep the ball in hand more than anyone. So, you know, I think it's going to be a real challenge for us defensively. Um, but on the other foot too, you know, we're, we're, you know, we've showed that we can hold the ball and we've got a really good attack. And But I think it's just going to come down to a few critical moments. I think both teams are pretty evenly matched. I don't think there's really a lot between them all. And I think it's whoever really starts well and can and can build and hold pressure. So Dan Carter, week by week, can you tell us how he's progressed since he's come back? Yeah, he certainly has. He certainly came back into the team and he had his sabbatical and you know, he's just come back and he's been at a different level both mentally and physically. Mm. Um, he's just added so much confidence to the back line and by him playing at 12 means that we can, we've got all our best players out on the park but I think he brings those attacking and, and uh, I've always said it, the difference between him and anyone else in his position is the fact that he's, his defence, mm. his defence is outstanding and when he plays 10 no one tackles like he does and when he's playing 12 for us, you know, he certainly made those tackles, made a huge difference, and he's really, he's given us the ability to play uh, Ryan Crotty at centre as well. So we're a lot stronger because of him. 
important is it to, to have players like Dan and <coughs> who've been there and played in these big, big games and, and done it before and won? I think so. I think you know we've been in these positions before with the same players, but I think this year you know, we've got a really unique group. We've got a lot of experience here. We've also got a real mixture of hunger there as well. We've got a, a crop of a good, a lot of good young guys who are really hungry and have been doing the yards all year. So, you know, I think experience counts in these big occasions, but the want and desire has got to be there from everyone. Which Waratahs players' names come up most in your prep this week? Oh, all of them. Um, you know, they've got so many big game breakers. You know, Wycliffe Palu, he's been carrying the ball up all year. Um, Phil Hour at the back, I mean, right across the board, you know. Um, I, I just think they've got a good team that look like they work hard for each other. They've got some big prominent ball carries, which, you know, is going to be a huge challenge for us. Um, but I think right across the board, you know, they love to attack and, you know, the only way they do that is if they're willing to play and all 15 out on the park seem like they're willing. You've won titles as, as a player. Uh, obviously, you'd love to win one as a coach. You've been there or there about semi-finals every year since 08. Has it been an aspect of frustration that you haven't been able to win another title? <coughs> no. I've, um, you know, obviously, we set out every year to, um, to everyone sets out to give themselves this opportunity. Um, I'd love to be dearly part of one, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself. And you know, we just have to go out there. And I think as coaches, I think both sets of coaches have done a great job. I think of preparing their guys to go out to battle, and it'll just come down to those one or two moments. But yeah, you can't hang your whole life on it. You've got to. Um, but you know, I'd love to be part of it. Rob, Robbie Dean's uh, Todd uh, was the uh, coach of the last team to win in 2008. Has he sent a message this week? Oh, we caught him up in Christchurch a couple of weeks ago and he, he, he liked the way that the Crusaders were playing their footy and he thought that he could see the belief within the players. So it was always you know, reassuring to hear that, so it was nice. Todd, you've got a big advantage in the set pieces. Do you think that'll be the decisive factor? Well, I, think, um, I, I think it'll come down to pressured moments, to be honest, whether it's in the set piece or whether it's in the tackle or whether it's on attack or on defence. I think that's probably the difference, but certainly... Um, you know, we know that we've got a huge challenge when it comes to the set piece. I'm sure the Waratahs are going to lift. You know, I, th I think at times we've all looked a little bit vulnerable, but you know, our set piece is something that we pride ourselves on. I, I'm, it's stood up time and time again, and I'm sure it'll do that in two days' time. The likes of Craig's average love said that the Waratahs uh, have a soft underbelly up front this week. To what extent is that perception still there across the Tasman about uh, the front five? in Australian teams in the set piece? Oh, I think everyone's entitled to their opinion, you know, but we're, we're, we're too smart. We know that they're not, you know, we know that you don't, you know, the Waratahs aren't the side that they are because they've got a soft underbelly. I mean, they haven't shown that all year. Um, I think psychology-wise that would be a huge mistake, but that's not the murmurings within our camp. If anything, we're, we're, we're too respectful. You know, I think if you respect and you, you respect your opponent, you'll, you'll um, prepare well. So people can say what they like. It doesn't tend to fire us up, and I'm sure it won't fire them up. Todd, you're, uh, you, you, you clocked up quite a few kilometres last time you were in the final in 2011. Uh, do you feel a lot more comfortable coming into this weekend's game? Yeah, we're far better prepared. I think, if anything, when I reflect back on that, you know, we, we travelled around the world three times, and we played some fantastic football to get to get to the final. And then it was like a huge emotional. It all sort of came to a head that week, and you know, we flew back from Cape Town and. We got to Brisbane and we had no sun, we didn't get sunlight nor fresh air and, and we were talking about the earthquake and it meant a lot to all of us and what we'd been through and I, I think um, during that game too, and that was just off the field, but during that game too we just didn't get our basics right and I think the first three lineouts went straight and we put ourselves under a lot of pressure and we didn't have our right defence sorted and 
you know, we're, we're, we were probably um, probably could have been put away by more points, to be honest. Is is the uh, is the Christchurch earthquake still in the players' mind? Oh, I don't think it's been at the forefront of of the motivation. I think, um, but it is there. You know, obviously, we dearly love to do it. I mean, we're really passionate about the people that we represent. Um, in this jersey and, and uh, the people in Christchurch that have gone through a bloody hell of a lot, you know, and um, so have the players, and, but right throughout our franchise and our, and our regions, I mean, we're, our supporters are mad, they're, they're madly passionate about this team and they're right behind us, so, we, you know, we like to perform for them. I certainly hope so. They're showing all the fighting characteristics. I mean, we've been through a lot as a team this year. We haven't had a, a dream run at all, I don't think. I think we've had to work hard for everything that we've got and we've been written off. But, you know, the guys have stuck to it. They've worked hard for each other. We've got a, there's a lot of self-belief. And as I said, we've got a lot of experience in hunger. And we've been well led by Kieran Reid all year. He's done a great job. And then when he's been injured, Richie's played and he's done a great job. And Ryan Crotty's done a great job. So I think that... You know, if I look at all the characteristics that you want in a really good Crusaders team, I, I see it in this team. I definitely do. I know that there's a lot of want and desire there. A lot of the Kiwis come out of the uh, uh, come come out from uh, from everywhere at these sort of occasions. Uh, do you think you'll have a significant uh, amount of support in the crowd? I certainly hope so. You know, one thing that New Zealanders do, we, we give away our tribal warfare to to support the, our one team and. Um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of New Zealanders, and it gives a, it's a real, you know, it's, there's a lot over here in Australia, which is fantastic, and it'll be good to see a good level of support tomorrow night, and it'll certainly help us. Hey, Bronk, got to love a man with a grey beard, don't you? <laughs> Listen, he's... Uh, <laughs> and, and, he's got a bit of Liam Neeson about ago, him. Yeah, he has a bit of Liam mm. Neeson about him. So don't he's, mess with um, <laughs> He's the man with the best uh, the best set of uh, grey hair that I've, I've ever seen. Very distinguished grey hair, I think, Bronk, isn't it? Oh, he's just so, you know... There's not a, an absolute skerrick of um, uh, aggression about him or arrogance at all. And I remember him going into a press conference once before saying, Casho, that um, introducing himself because he said, you can't assume that everyone knows you. And uh, we do know you, Todd, and uh, we know you're a pretty good bloke. And, um, and I just think he's a great, one of the great ambassadors of the game. And you know, it's a real pleasure to see that and, and I honour the cover of the game when you see these two teams come together and the amount of respect they have for each other is absolutely enormous. And that's the thing. If you don't respect the Crusaders, you're going to lose as soon as you walk out in the paddock. Well, that's that's 100% right. And, you know, that, that word respect is uh, is thrown around, I think, often a, a, a bit too freely, but uh, that's exactly what the uh, what Todd, Todd Black, Toddy Blackadder's uh, message there was today. If we don't respect them, they will beat us. Yeah, interesting too that uh, he keeps going back to that 2011 loss to the Queensland Reds. I mean, that was a big blow, wasn't it, to uh, to the Crusaders? Because I think the psychology of that, you know, they had to do a lot of work to get to the final. And they, they had no help with, uh, or no luck with the training facilities because they, their home city had been devastated by an earthquake. And they were playing on high emotion that time, weren't they? And uh, I think now it's it's... It's a chance to sort of get back to normal and uh, and win win this title uh, with a real good run at it. And I, I think the worry for the Waratahs is not only the Crusaders injury free, they are highly motivated. There is not a sense of them taking this lightly. And I know that sounds weird, but you know, with a team that's won seven titles before, 
you know, and one team that hasn't. You think the one team is going to be hungrier is the team that hasn't won, and that's the Waratahs. But having a look at the at the way the Crusaders have been carrying themselves, they're they're absolutely chomping at the bit, ready to go. They they are ready to go. They are they are they are they do have the hunger to do it, and they've also got the uh, the the right amount of respect, um, you know, to uh, show show their opposition. And uh, listen, it's it it's it's going to be decided in different moments, and they're going to come late in the game. And uh, you know, it can go either way, but. Uh, uh, I think the bookies will probably have the uh, the Crusaders pretty pretty uh, pretty good favourites. I think by the time uh, kickoff comes around to, on Saturday night. Well, the man you've got to respect is in the front row, Casho, and uh, I know he's a favourite of Matt Carmichael, my colleague at Channel Seven. He loves White Crockett. He thinks he's the best front row he's ever seen. He's uh, he's Dave Taylor like in the way he handles the ball. Very tall fella too uh, for a front rower, and uh, I think you could have. Well, actually, I don't think he came that close to him in height. He was pretty tall, wasn't he? Oh, he's a good head above me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what do you think about him, firstly? Oh, listen... Because he, of the changes at the All Blacks? Well, he's uh, he's he's really manufactured quite a good situation because, uh, you know, as, as we broached, broached in that interview uh, that's uh, coming up now, like, uh, his, his rugby career was at the crossroads after after getting, uh, you know, quite a heavy... Pen, penalising in a in a test match in uh, Milan, as 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 he mentioned. Uh, so he's worked his way back, and he's he, he's in form. And uh, with Tony Woodcock uh, out of the That's way him. for about six or yeah. seven months, I think he's the number one All Black uh, loose head prop. So. Uh, Always very destructive at scrum time. That's uh, that's going to be pretty important on Saturday night. And if Casho knows anything, it's about scrummaging. He played a thousand games for Norths, and uh, we always hear about it. But let's hear from a bloke who's probably a little, just a tiny little bit better. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sla- slagging off at you, Casho, but uh, it's the uh, the All Black uh, prop and uh, also the uh, Crusaders prop, White Crockett. Bloody excited about this week first and foremost um, and just want to get a good job done here and, um, and then I guess we'll think about that. Um, but yeah, it's tough for Woody, um, you know, injury like that, uh, it's never nice so uh, wishing him all the best for his recovery and um, yeah, hopefully if I get an opportunity I, I can go well. Do you really feel that you'll establish yourself now as one of the premier loose head props in the game? Oh, I don't know, I don't really think about that sort of stuff too much. Just try and uh, I guess do my job week in week out and um, you know everyone else can probably judge that um, but yeah I don't try and think think about that sort of stuff too much. You have feel that you gave proof of uh, over the last couple of years? Yeah I think um, yeah probably consistency definitely and um, you know coming with a, comes with a bit of experience and uh, lessons that I've learned over over a few years now so no, I feel like I'm in a good space and um, Ready to go well this weekend. Very good scrum last week. Do you feel that the Waratahs have just scrummed as good as they can The Waratahs have got a really good scrum. Um, you know they've got they've got a quality quality pack right through right through one to eight. So that's going to be another big challenge, a slightly different challenge to the Sharks. Uh, but you know we've, we've got to make sure we're on the job and you know we've worked hard really really hard the last few weeks on our um, on our set piece. So no, we'll definitely be uh, trying to put in a good performance again this week. Are you surprised at someone about the calibre of Ben Robertson isn't in the Wallaby squad at the moment? Uh, yeah, they've, they've got quality right throughout and yeah, I mean obviously Ben's been there for a long time. Um, he's a he's a quality 
quality individual, great player, and um, you know I'm sure if he keeps playing the way he is, he'll get back in there. Did you say you have more respect for the Waratahs scrum and it's a piece in general now than perhaps in years past? Oh, I think the Waratahs have always had a really strong scrum. Um, you know, whenever I've played against them. Um, so, you know, we've, we've always respected them. Um, they've always had a really good line-out um, and a good scrum, so, you know, we're expecting a, a tough challenge there. Harking back to uh, that time in Florence, uh, where things, there was a lot of controversy over the, over the way the scrum was uh, sort of refereed. Do you feel you've, you've sort of thrown that uh, monkey off your back? Yeah, it was in Milan, I think. Um, memory um, but yeah that was about five six years ago now so yeah moved on a long way a long time ago so yep and there is Casho, the man with the best prop name in the world yeah listen he's um <laughs> straight out of the okay corral in many ways isn't he so uh and that's that's what it's going to be all about uh up against Sakopi Kepu, the, uh, the, the the Wallaby tight head prop, and mm. uh, it's it's a bit of a, an early showdown, a, a bit of an early preview of that uh, Bledisloe Cup on August 16 at the same venue. It was interesting too. I mean, not a lot of um, acceptance for the commentary coming from New Zealand that the Waratahs have a soft underbelly, underbelly in the set piece. Uh, you know, the scrum, the scrum for the Waratahs has been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I, I think their lapses have just been that they've been mental lapses. But uh, you know, like last week, they uh, they struggled early at set piece time against the uh, the Brumbies, who who have a very good scrummaging side, and uh, and they're also pretty good at at, at the line out. But uh, they managed to defend so well and, uh, and and recover from from those things. It's uh, it's not so much um, it's not so much what you do. It's uh, it's it's how you, how, you, how you cover your uh, your 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 little uh, your little weaknesses that uh, that is uh, vitally important. Well, speaking of weaknesses, I can't see anything in this back row. This this New Zealand or <laughs> the New Zealand, <laughs> might as well say the uh, Crusaders back row is outstanding, isn't it? And uh, you know the the guy who's who's come along a long long way is Kieran Reid. What an impressive fella he is. Yeah, listen, he's. Uh, He's in my book and inside rugby over the past two years. I've named him as the uh, the best player in the world, and uh, there's no reason to think that he's not that right now. He's uh, he's got over about a concussion. He's uh, he's in form. He's he's ranging uh, nicely in attack out wide. His line out work is absolutely outstanding, and the fact that he has Richie McCaw and uh, Matt Todd in there playing at uh, at six and seven means he he can be there at eight, mm. and he can range wide. Well, what about Matt Todd? Very effective. Well, I mean, Very Matt effective. Todd can't get a start at the next level. I mean, he's he's outstanding. Yeah, listen, he the you know the uh, the head to head with uh, with um, um... what are you saying, Cash Cow? <laughs> <laughs> with Michael Hooper, of course. Yeah, is uh, is is going to be one of the stories of uh, of, of Saturday night, and uh, Richie McCaw is just Richie McCaw, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see how. Uh, how Richie plays to uh, our referee on Saturday night, uh, Craig Joubert. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, let's uh, hear from the uh, Crusaders captain, the uh, man of the moment, as Casho says, the world's best player, Kieran Reid. Oh, I guess uh, from our point of view, we've only played here once, so, um, you know, I think we got the win. So, um, you know, in that respect, um, there's a bit of familiarity, I guess, with a few of us from the All Blacks, but um, you know it's a different kettle of uh, fish, I think, this week. You've played in so many big games. 
you get a general feel in a couple of days out like you are now as to how things might go? Like, have you got that experience of playing in those type situations? I think you do get a feel of your own team, I guess, but, um, you know, it's always going to be pretty tight and pretty tough, so... Uh, we expect that this week. Um, you know, we're in a, a great place to go out there and give our best uh, foot forward, and um, we know the Waratahs will be doing the same. So, um, I guess probably can't ask for too much more in a final. As uh, I guess the two top teams, I think, coming together and uh, battering, battering each other up. Bit of talking NZ about the Waratahs perhaps having a soft underbelly up front, the likes of Craig Dow, Richard Lowe saying that, and that's where they should be targeted in the scrum and line out. Is the to what extent is the, the, the perception still there across the Tasman about the front five being weak in Australian teams? Oh, I don't think that's... You know, I think from our point of view, they've got a strong front row, strong pack. Um, you know, traditionally, um, their scrum this, this year has been pretty good and you saw what it could do when it was on song against the Brumbies, who are a really good pack as well. So, um, you know, we've got to be really switched on. You know, I think that's, it is an advantage for us if we can get it right. Um, but you can't just expect that to happen. So, um, you know, that is our strength, so we'll be looking to target it really strongly, but um, the Waratahs will uh, certainly be, be more than happy to front up as well. Were you surprised uh, about the, uh, the point spread last week in the game against the Sharks? Oh, yes and no. I think, you know, you do expect these games to be really tight and um, that's what you prepare for. Um, you know, a team has to travel a long way and... I guess got to a tipping point where you know we played really well, and um, you know it got to a point where we could put a few more points on them. I guess in the game, so um, you know we're happy with the way we played last week, but uh, don't expect that this week. You uh, you uh, roamed around some of the outside channels uh, in in attack last last weekend. Uh, that the plan again this Saturday night? Um, yeah, hopefully I get a chance to be out there and um, get my hands on the ball. That's you know certainly how. You know, I like to be playing, um, you know, but, you know, you've got to do the hard work first and uh, certainly our forwards will hopefully lay the platform for us. I talked about the desire and the hunger in the team and not having won a title since 2008. What about from a player's perspective? How much do you sense and feel that at the moment? Oh, I really feel that. You know, we've you know, been a team that's been there, I guess, uh, every year, to be honest, make, make the finals. But I think this year we're, you know, we're, we're so hungry, uh, you know, to get back on that winner's circle and... Um, you know, this is a great challenge for us to come over here in, in Sydney and, and do that. So we know the you know, reality is it's uh, going to be a really, really hard game, but the hunger's right there for us to, you know, really do that well. Kieran, who do you see as the barometer of that Waratahs pack? Um, you know, probably, you know, the, the core of them. I think, you know, Pilota now and Palu at the back of their big carriers and, you know, their locks do a lot of work as well. So, um, you know, they... Their strengths are in different things, their carrying, their ability, the, the way they can offload. and um, you know, So we've got to be wary of them, I guess, coming around the corner and, and knock them over if we can. Kieran, do you uh, think that playing out here at ANZ Stadium rather than Allianz has negated the, the Waratahs home ground advantage? Oh, no, I don't think so. I still think, uh, if, to be honest, I've got even more people screaming for them. So um, they'll certainly have the number of fans here. Um, you know. But we're excited by that, I guess, and uh, certainly it's, you know, it's great to play in front of a, you know, really big crowd. And uh, in these games, it's always a, you know, a nice uh, atmosphere. You mentioned some things about uh, about the uh, Waratahs locks uh, being part of their, uh, their their good engine room. Uh, would you have picked Kane Douglas if you're a Wallaby selector to uh, for the rugby championship? 
Uh, I can't really uh, comment too much, Matt. I probably haven't seen enough of the footy from them, but you know, he's I guess he's a big ball winner for them in the lineups and uh, gets around the track really well, so uh, we'll have to contain him. They've obviously got a big X-factor player in for Lau and he's probably developed even a lot in the 12 months since he entered the game. How difficult is it to try and shut down someone like him? Oh, it's extremely difficult. Um, you know, he's certainly an X-factor player and we give him time and space and, you know, he'll be really dangerous. So uh, that's our challenge is to limit that. Um, you know, in different ways we'll, we'll be trying to do that. You're, you had a, not a great start to the season. Is there a feeling within the squad that you've been building and building and building and that you've been improving every week and you're getting yeah. to this peak now? Yeah, I guess we have uh, certainly been been feeling that. You know, the, the rate of improving this team has been immense, I think. Um, you know, we're really hungry for that. And, um, you know, it's important that we don't just stop. Um, now you've got to improve again. And uh, we'll have to be better this week than we were last week. And, um, no, it's, uh, you know, we've got to put our, our best game out there this week if we want to win. So you personally, you missed a few weeks with the concussion in the aftermath of that. Is that completely gone now? Are you 100%? percent Yeah. No, nah, nothing. So I'm, uh, you know, re ready to go and uh, loving being back out on the track. Where do you think that would rank amongst all the, the Crusaders' triumphs? Because obviously you won those seven titles over a fairly small period of time and it's been almost a, a longer gap since then than you probably would have imagined. Yeah, it's huge. You know, I think, um, you know, for me personally, I, I won a title, my only one, you know, in my second year. So it's been a, a number of years now, and for me, it'd be really special. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys, probably past players too, who would, uh, you know, be really happy and pleased if, if we do get the win. Um, you know, but that's just the way it is. I think, you know, if you come out on top, you're going to be pretty happy no matter what. A game of moments on Saturday night, obviously. Uh, how important is the bench going to be, and the import from there? Uh, the bench has become crucial, I guess, um, in, in rugby, you know, the last probably 12, uh, 24 months. So um, they'll be used definitely um, come the end of the game. And, um, you know, it's, it's an impact, but I think it's, you know, uh, making sure that you do your job when you come on and don't try anything too special. And, um, you know, it's certainly, we've we got quality players coming off the bench, so we're pretty happy. How good is it to be able to welcome back the likes of Dan Carter and uh, Richie McCall into the finals and to already win the team? Yeah, Dan's been great since he's been back the last few weeks and, um, you know, shows the quality that he has and, you know, Rico, <coughs> um, you know, is rearing to go. So he's, uh, you know, just adds that experience um, and big time players uh, generally have their best games at this time of the year. So um, looking forward to him doing that. Yeah, it has, uh, you know, our defence, especially against this side, is you know is really crucial. Um, so we know the importance of shutting them down, and you know that's it's a way you can exert a bit of pressure on them too. You know, if, um, that's the way they want to play, and, and we can stop it, then um, gives us another chance to get into. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it can't just be one-off uh, defence because they'll come at you for 80 minutes, um, backing themselves and, and what they do best. So uh, it's pretty important you stay focused and um, defend for long periods of time if you have to. Um, but I guess it's that one moment where, you know, you don't feel the inside or don't uh, look after that offload, then, you know, they'll kill us. So uh, it is important for us. Is it almost like the title came quite easy for you now, and now does it make you take even more hunger? 
I, I think looking back, yeah, it was. It, I guess it did come, you know, reasonably easy. You're just a young kid, and you're just going out there and playing, aren't you? Um, you know, so now you kind of learn exactly how much it does take, and um, you know, pretty excited by the challenge of being back in uh, a final. And um, you know, is it, this is why you play it. You know, this whole reason you you know you lace up those boots every week and you know do everything you do for the years. You know, to give yourself a chance, and um, you know, looking forward to it this week. There he is, the uh, quietly spoken, I would say, Kieran Reid, but he does all his talking on the uh, rugby field, doesn't he? And uh, another proud uh, uh, fellow from Christchurch who is trying to do the work for the Kiwis against the Waratahs on Saturday night. Uh, I think he's a, an impressive fella, but he's up against an impressive Waratahs side who have done a, a brilliant job this year and you always have the feeling like if they're not going to win this weekend they'll never win the game spoke tonight to on the phone to dave dennis who will be making up a, a live appearance on the news on saturday night on channel seven just before the game and you know uh, i feel so sorry for him because he'd, he'd done so much hard work and he won't be playing on saturday night after suffering that knee injury Oh, listen, he'll, he'll still play a role, but it's uh, there's nothing like running out there and actually play, playing a role on the field, is there? So uh, you've got to feel for uh, for Double Ds, don't you? So, uh, yeah. Yep, Dave Dennis, Double D. It's one of the great nicknames. Actually, there's an extra nickname there, but I won't go into that right now. <laughs> uh, so he, he did well. So, Casho, mm. let's um, give our uh, summation of how you think the game will go. Um, oh, I hope the Waratahs win just because, uh, you know, I used to work there and uh, have supported the guys and I, I really love what they do. And, uh, you know, I've got really strong friendships with, with some of the fellas there. And, you know, I'm particularly fond of uh, Wycliffe Palu, Tatafu now Curly Beale, uh, Ben Robinson, you know, the list goes on. I really hope they do well. My heart says win Waratahs, but my head says it's going to be a tragedy in the last few minutes and, and I can just, I can't stop thinking about, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, and I don't, I don't mean it that way where I hope I'm wrong because I, I think the, if the Crusaders win, they deserve it. But for the Waratahs' sake, I just hope that uh, it doesn't come to, down to what I think will happen in the last 10 minutes or so that one of the brilliant moments from one of the brilliant players in the Crusaders' lineup will turn the game and then they'll whack on a couple of tries and we'll see a similar situation to what the Waratahs did to the Brumbies last week. Well, Bronk, this game is going to be a game of moments and those moments are going to come late in, in the piece. I think uh, I think the benches are going to play a major role and this is where I think the Waratahs can take those moments by the scruff of the neck. They actually believe in the systems that they're, uh, they're, they're, they're running this year. They've uh, they've got the best defensive record in the uh, in the Super Rugby. They've got the best attacking record. Numerous other uh, you know uh, stats. They're, uh, they're they're number one. They're, uh, they're they're top of the pile. And I I think their time has come to be honest, Bronk. I'm I'm wearing a Waratahs scarf tonight, and I'm going to wear one on on uh, on, on Saturday night. So uh, I I think it's going to be a hard fought victory. It's going to be very tight. There's going to be less than five points in the game, but I, I think the Waratahs can win. And I think they're going to come home. On the back of a sea of blue that's going to be there on, uh, on on Saturday night, you know there was some speculation early in the week, and uh, a, a few hand grenades were tossed from across the Tasman about uh, the Waratahs actually surrendering their home ground advantage by not playing at Alliance. 
that may have a bit of uh, a bit of currency, but I, I I think the amount of support they're going to get out there on Saturday night is going to bring them home. So uh, a Waratahs victory by the slimmest slimmest of margins. Mm. Well, I hope it is. Uh, I hope it is. I just have this uh, because I've seen the Crusaders do it so many times, and uh, if you just second guess them or take them lightly for an instant, this is the game you've got to play for the full eighty. So you can't clock off at any moment if it's three points the difference and you have a bit of a rest if you don't get around the corner if you don't put your shoulder on in that last 30 seconds Dan Carter or someone else is going to get the ball off you and you know uh, and score at the other end it's just that's the way they do things the Crusaders but I do fancy the Tars chances absolutely I think they they should win you know they should win the game this is their time but standing in the way is a team they haven't played all year they're playing against a team that's so hungry that uh, they want to win as well. And they've won before. They've won it seven times. Seven times, Casho. So they know what to do. Uh, it's time for them to, I guess, meet a side in the Waratahs that may finally turn the tide. So let's hope that the, all the guys who've been blue before them see them and cheer them on on the weekend as well. Uh, it's going to be a great uh, end to a, what's been a pulsating Super Rugby season, and I think the Waratahs also deserve the win because of the way they played the game. They've been true to their word. Michael Checker has said they're going to play the game and have a go, and that's a good, a good Aussie saying: "Have a go." And they have had a go. And and if anything, I think it will encourage teams to have a go. Look at the way the Reds played in 2011. They played a really wonderful attacking brand of rugby, and they won the competition. Uh, the War uh, the, the the Crusaders can do that as well, so um, there's no um, loss in that because the Kiwis always play well. In the end, Casho, this is just a wonderful finish to the season and the two best teams have risen to the top. It's blind luck for Sansa that they haven't played each other this year <laughs> and they meet in the finals. So, Actually, I'm... Bronk, you, you mentioned they haven't played each other this year and I, I think that's, that's an advantage to the Tars because... Uh, the Crusaders are a side that are very well coached. They're, uh, they've, they've got a lot of good analysts in and around it. They've got a lot of good football brains actually in that side there. And I think that having played them once this year mm. may well have tipped the, uh, the scale slightly in, in, the, in the way of the Crusaders. I think uh, the Waratahs coming up against them, they'll, they'll, have, they'll have a few things in their back pocket that, uh, that haven't seen the, the, the light of day during the, during the season. But... Uh, as Todd Blackadder said during the show earlier, uh, the defence wins these games, and uh, that's that's where I feel a, a reasonable amount of um, of confidence about uh, about where the Waratahs are going to sit after eighty minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Waratahs would have learned from their from their effort against the Brumbies, and the Crusaders would have taken notice of that as well. Um, so there's probably like they're going to meet each other halfway in that the Crusaders will take some points out of it and the Waratahs will make some changes but there will still be enough from that game that will uh, assist the, the Waratahs in moving forward but also assist the Crusaders in attacking the Waratahs and they certainly um, I don't think the, the Brumbies executed that game plan the way they would have liked if they did they would have scored you know, 50 points but they didn't count on the tenacity of the Waratahs defence so Nathan Gray's done a, um, a great job. It's a bit of cross-pollination actually across the, through Christchurch. You've got Damani, who's, um, who's been with the Waratahs. And of course the Waratahs have got their own spy in their ranks. 
Yeah, Daryl Gibson. He was uh, he was on the news tonight saying that um, that uh, he's a bit surprised that uh, the the Tars aren't getting the respect of, across the Tasman of the rugby riders over there. Nah. So uh, it's it's interesting. You rugby it? riders from New Zealand, yeah. look out. It's it's interesting that the byplay of final week, isn't it? Uh, Win great. Everyone's rushing to say not very much at all. So uh, that's the way it is. Yeah, it's it's sort of good too, but you don't mind a bit. Of, and it's not the sort of game that um, you know the Brumbies uh, Waratahs game. You can have a bit of a you know slug it out a bit, but I think there's uh, there's there's far too much respect for these players on either side of the Tasman. It's, yeah, it's a great finish. And so, actually, speaking of the Brumbies, yeah. nice of Benny Moen after the game to say that uh, they're behind the Waratahs and uh, let's hope the rest of Australian rugby is very much behind them because it is a critical part uh, of the development of the game, you know, the revival of the game that uh, the Waratahs actually get a, get a result uh, Saturday night, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Cash Cow, uh, great to see you here with your Waratah scarf. Absolutely, bro. And uh, you've just come over after smashing up a fair meal. You yeah, yeah. Bragging yeah. about it five yeah, seconds ago. Yeah, the old uh, Sanchoy Bells uh, waiting on the stove ready once um, once the missus was home. So, uh, mate, that's the sort of service you get uh, 24-7. And don't forget, Cash Cow Media Services. That's right, solutions. So, so, yeah, don't forget. Yes. I forgot already. Yes. And don't forget Image Matrix uh, for all your... have been busy, actually, doing some great photographic gigs the last few weeks. Imagematrix.com.au. Give us a yell and you'll get some great uh, media production. Uh, the photographic stuff we just did um, last two weeks, extraordinary pics. So looking forward to that. And don't forget Image Matrix production channel for all your tips. I think Cash is about to overhaul his MacBook uh, as a result. So check that out as well. I shall have a better... I should put a... More prominent link on the website to that as well for Rugger Matrix. And don't forget the guys, uh, you know, it's been a really big move for Alex Goff, who's uh, on his own. He's got the Goff on Rugby report, and he's doing a great job with Rugger Matrix America too, with Bruce McLean and Pat Clifton. Can't uh, forget about Pat. And um, there's no one, there's no one better than that uh, three, a group of three. Uh, in terms of knowledge for uh, American rugby. So make sure you listen. It's always entertaining with Bruce. There's no doubt about it. Certainly is. Mm. Okay. All right, Kasha. Thanks, mate. We may the best team win and may Rugby Union be the winner. Absolutely. <laughs> Got to agree with that, Bronk. There he is, Mark Cashman, joining me uh, tonight for Rugby Matrix International 195, the final part three. Sounds like a bit of the uh, Godfather uh, trilogy going through. Let's hope it's not a bloodbath. That is it for the show. Best of luck to our combatants this weekend. Get out and support your team either side of the Tasman and we'll see you next week when we move into test rugby mode in the south and we get ready for the premiership competitions in the north. Until then, enjoy your rugby. 